and good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. Uh, you certainly don't look like Charles, but uh, he had said he was going to be here. Is that uh, not the truth? Well, I, I don't know. I, I saw. I uh, I just sat down, folks. This is your, uh, I guess, junior co-host Rocky Rockefeller on America's Web Radio for the Immigration Hour. Uh, yeah, Chuck was. Uh, I didn't see him up in the office. He said he was going to be here, but. Where is, where is this guy? And who Speaking cares? The devil, look no. who's coming in. I was waiting for the intro music to start. Oh. Don't, don't, we have um. music? don't we have something like... Uh, yeah, at least you got the memo about the pink, pink shirt. shirt. You got the pink shirt memo today. Rocky clearly didn't get that memo. Uh, clearly did not. You didn't oh. get it? Well, I, I was... I'm, are we gonna have, we're not going to have a yelling today. contest this week, okay, are we? Yeah. What was I yeah. yelling for last Yeah, why were we? I don't know. I just... Uh, seems seemed like the week. Yeah. Um, but I thought we'd have some intro music. But after five years, I think some intro music would be appropriate. You want you know, it? Neil you Diamond, can, you know. You want Come it? You can get it. The, the technical term is rejoin. Rejoin. Rejoin music. Well, I think maybe it should be uh, something like Old MacDonald had a farm. <laughs> you see that great Geico commercial? Yeah. Old MacDonald yeah. can't spell very well. Cow, C O W E I E I O. That was great. Uh, well, Dave, it's great to be with you today. It's a beautiful day today. You don't have a cough button, so I do apologize for this because I've got something, David. I hope I don't give it to you since we're in close quarters. Probably while you run out of the room as soon as you possibly can. We, uh, we uh, sent out a memo on that. If you're feeling bad, don't show up. Well, I actually don't feel bad. I was like, I just coughed. It was weird. I thought I was over the stuff. Well, the cold, is, the cold weather is coming on. It is. It's a little chilly this morning, but it's already up to 59 degrees, so you know it's uh, cleared out. Uh, I think tonight is a freeze warning, though, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, and, and high winds. Yeah, tonight so. is the first official day of, of no more crops. <laughs> yeah. Well, my crops uh, went away uh, several weeks ago. Uh, so. David, i got to tell you, speaking of gardening, uh, I was reading an article about an underground uh, greenhouse. Hmm. That you can build for three hundred bucks. Yeah, I think they. Uh, I think yeah. they grow designed uh, by the Benson Institute from BYU, for use in the for use in the in the Altiplano up in up in Bolivia up in the high mountains. Yeah. But you can do it anywhere. It's underground, but it, I mean it's clearly got basically some sort you of d- you d- you, no, well, you dig, I mean, you dig down grow eight, lights, I guess. Right. Basically, you dig a a big coffin. I mean, it's it's a uh, sixteen foot or twenty foot by twelve foot wide box right. down about eight foot into the ground. Uh, and then on the top of it, you, you put a berm on one side, so one side's higher than the other, and, on, and it faces the south, and you put just plastic sheeting over that, two levels of plastic sheeting, okay. and separated by, you know, like a two-by-four. And uh, so you can grow. Some sort of seal, obviously, it, it, to make sure the water doesn't And their theory, their theory was, and it works, of course, is that uh, anything below four feet in the ground never, Freezes. ever, anywhere gets below 50 degrees, ever. You want to even, try even that in, at the North Pole? You know, well, I mean, you're talking in North America, anywhere in North America, even, even the high mountains. In, in the it's the Earth. It's the thermal can, layer. Yeah, right, anything above. So you go four feet zone. down, it's going right. to save 50 degrees, right. uh, which I guess is bad for decomposing bodies at six, six feet under. <laughs> but, but it's interesting about this because they do this in the Plano. And so instead of having to heat a greenhouse from 32 degrees or zero degrees, you're heating it from 50 degrees. Uh, and so you can maintain crops in there all year long. Uh, very so do you time. have to low crawl to get to them? Or? No, what, what you do is you uh, build a ramp down. So on each side, you have a ramp that gradually goes down to that level. Wow. Just a well, little tunnel what, ramp. What does that do with the rainwater, though, if you well, have that ramp? Well, obviously, you Some cannot sort of, build sure. these in uh, flat land. By the way, I, I, if you don't mind me mentioning, at 3 o'clock today, we've got a special going on. We've got uh, Dr. Uh, Joe Alton's going to be on. Uh, he's known as Dr. Bones. He is... He and his wife, she's a uh, nurse practitioner, and uh, Dr. Bones is an MD, and 
They're going to be doing a show on survival with us today, survival oh, medicine. Okay. And uh, it should be a dynamite show. He's He's got uh, uh, the bestseller on Amazon called Survival Medicine. And, oh, yeah, uh, I've heard. I've actually read about him on one of the blogs I read frequently. Yeah, well, Dr. Bones, Dr. Joe Alton is going to be on America's Web Radio at 3 oh, o'clock. I definitely want to hold, hold and, uh, that. Rocky might come down and meet us. Is he here or is he going to be, be calling in? Call in? Call in. Call yeah. Come he's down calling and, in? Or? No, he's calling in. Oh, he's uh, calling in. Okay. And uh, he and his wife, uh, Amy, are, are going to be on, and we're looking forward to interviewing them. And, I, I think uh, that'll, that'll be great. That'll I, be a great show. You know, ask, him, ask him about a book, uh, Where There Is No Doctor. Get his opinion on that. Okay. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I tell you, people uh, say, oh, uh, you're a prepper and all that. No, you know, we could have, my God, look at the Philippines right now. You, could, you, you don't know have, what's going to happen. Look at look at no. South Florida when Hurricane Andrew came through. I mean, oh, absolutely. a reasonable person. Yeah. It's, the best thing you can say about that stuff is the old adage, it's better to have and not need than need and not have. Worst case scenario, say you have a food storage in your house. Yeah. Worst case scenario is you get to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. best case scenario, you actually, well, I mean, I don't, that's the best case scenario, but you, you can actually use it if you do need it, but you're not wasting any money because if nothing happens, you well, if you can lose still your job eat. and you, you lose, lose your, your food. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is, there's so many reasons that you can think of to actually have it. Lose your job, the economy goes south, whatever it is, there's all kinds of reasons to have it. And those aren't even the best reasons. The best reasons are the reasons you can't even think of. Well, and David, you know, you know, we come from a culture, Rocky and I, where we're advised to keep at least a 90-day supply of food, if not more. Uh, so exactly. uh, I think it's highly highly appropriate. Um, it goes the other adage I'm a big fan of, uh, two is one and one is none. Uh, and, uh, oh, I, I go with pace, primary, alternate, contingency, emergency. So you know you have military. you have you have four things. I mean, you, for water, you got your tap water. You have uh, mobile filtration. You have static filtration. Well, then you have a storage, and then you have static filtration and mobile filtration. So you're never going to be without water. If you, Sweet. Yeah. That's why you keep a bag of sand around. You never know when you need water. Exactly. That's I right. uh, I keep my neighbors around as best I can. One of them just died, but I keep them around as best I can for their swimming pools, and I got lots of chlorine. <laughs> well, that's me. I've got I've you got, got the swimming pool. I've got, so got, got a swimming pool, so I've got my I've got my water storage. I just have the 55 gallon food grade. Uh, uh, barrels? Barrels. Yeah, you got enough of them is the I, question. I do have enough for drinking purposes. I used to have those until no I baiting. got a pool. Then you got a pool and you're like, oh, they're we're ugly. So we're, we're done with this. We're I don't right know what this. this has to do with immigration. No, no. no it, well, it has us getting ready. It has us getting ready. <laughs> getting uh, mindset. I appreciate you letting me put a plug in for this. No, day. no. I, I think that sounds like a great show. Just plug us on when he's on. Yeah. I plug you all all the time. Okay, then we're good. Well, I was just actually reading on this. I've just been reading a book on by Brett Battles, who's just kind of a futurist kind of writer, and he's, okay. uh, this one is a, a thing where a bug gets out, a bug, very deadly bug gets out, and what happens in America with that deadly bug. It's very interesting. You know, you just never know. You just, better to exactly. be prepared than not to be prepared. And it doesn't mean you're crazy. No. It just means you're prepared. Exactly. I mean, think about this. When we get an announcement <laughs> in Georgia, it's going to snow tomorrow. What happens? <laughs> what do they do? They go get steaks and put well, in their it, freezers it, it, so when the freezers go out. Even better, the, a couple of years ago when uh, we had that big freeze yeah. and everything kind of shut down for a week, I mean, you actually see the consequences of the just-in-time, and this isn't an indictment just on the just-in-time you know, logistics uh, supply chain or anything, but you could go to Kroger. I mean, they were out of meat completely. After, you know, four days of not receiving uh, no, one trucks. Day. One day. Yeah, I mean, right. it's, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It, it, so. I just finished a book uh, or a series of book called 299 Days Novels. But uh, if you look at it, if you go to Kroger's at the – and I hate to pick on Kroger's. Well, but there's a big – You go there at the right time or the wrong time during the day. There's no food. 
and there's no food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm serious. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, no right. bread. We eat a certain, we happen to like a certain kind of bread, and there are many times that I go in, and it's uh, they they literally stock by need, and, yeah. they, late and that's why yeah, that's the, the time. eighteen wheelers are continually going in through the back door because they yep. don't Absolutely. they don't warehouse anything. No, you know, it's hard to warehouse bread. I mean, sure. well, I mean, it's only good for a few days. Yeah, yeah. and and the com- and the, and the reason stores do that is because they're listen, they're they're businesses in the business of making money, and it, they're not profitable by keeping. You know, it's not their responsibility to keep their shelves stocked any more than you know they they want to or need to to make money. It's on the individual to uh, maintain their uh, you know own personal storage in case the uh, the for profit business goes. Well, out. Yeah. how's the immigration? Building? You know, immigration yeah. is uh, interesting. Uh, there was an article today uh, in the Hill. You ever read the Hill? It's uh, it's the newspaper that comes out daily about. on Capitol Hill, yeah. right? The newspaper yeah, record. Yeah, the newspaper, well, actually, that's to be the congressional record, I guess, but that's the New York Times. But uh, they, they have been a naysayer on immigration for a very long time. Today yeah. they wrote the obituary, how, how immigration reform died. Uh, and it's very interesting to, to read this because basically it's what they do is they talk to the – their focus is on the eight Republicans that were part of the – the House Gang of Eight that mm-hmm. were forced by the Senate not to move forward, and it's, it's interesting to read about it because uh, it, it would suggest that there was never an opportunity for reform. It was never going to happen, which we know is not true. We just know that's not true. Right. Uh, and uh, the reporter, particularly the, the Hill and Politico, have consistently been writing about we're never going to get this done. Now, I, I'm a big believer in focusing on the positive, right? Uh, and if you focus on the negative all the time, a lot of times the negative comes true. Uh, but there's no good information. that old Anne Murray song? Have you heard any good news today? I forget how that went. Uh, We're old enough, yes. You I know what you're talking about, right? Well, at least Dave and I know what I'm talking about. Uh, you never get good ratings for good news. Oh, never. 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 Good news. You just say, <laughs> hey, there's an agreement in the house or whatever. You know? It doesn't sell. I mean, did you, you, when, when you look at a, a news website, you look at the, the headlines and – Man pulls uh, – man gives half his life savings to family so they can eat. You're going to gloss right over that to severed head found at the bottom of an, ele- of an elevator shaft. <laughs> I mean that, that's Rocky just what you do. You, you, know, know, you go to the negative. Do you know the old saying for <laughs> – If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. You know, or reads. The so or reads, uh, yeah. our friends at the Center for Immigration Studies, the anti-immigration – uh, Great it's called people. a think tank. It's kind of an <laughs> over-exaggeration because there's not a whole lot of thinking going giving on. Giving them a little too much credit. Yeah. Um, uh, it's funny. You know there's foxnews.com. Do you know there's a Fox News Latino, Fox Latino? You know, yeah. There's a, yep. And you know they don't report the same stories, right? Really? I thought they were fair and balanced. No, no, no. The, the Fox Latino <laughs> does not report stuff. From CIS. I don't know why this is funny. So, isn't it hilarious? It's hilarious, you know? Talk about pandering. All the pandering. Oh, yeah. Fox Latino. We're not really Fox News. Ignore what we say on television and on our website. Ignore that man you know, behind I the hate curtain. to bust your bubble, too, but do you know who owns 25 or over 25% of Fox News? The Saudis. Fox? The Saudis. The Saudis. One Saudi guy. I don't know which Saudi. One, one of the princes. I think it's yeah. uh, 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 Bin Walid Turk Al Faisal, the uh, guy who's got the big stake in City. Yeah. I think that's him. But regardless, yeah. Yeah. It's just so, one so little So what you're saying is the Saudis <laughs> control Fox News. I'm that's saying, what you're implying I'm here. Say, no. I'm saying they have an influence. Ah. There's a difference between control well, and Actually, influence. I think Shepard Smith is Saudi. 
I think Shepard Smith could, is could dumb be. as a door. <laughs> but he's got and great monitors. If, no, I'm just saying. Got, come on. He's a great monitor. The guy is the epitome of somebody graduating from the University of Mississippi without a, the ability to read. <laughs> well, Sarah Palin did it. Uh, it's just uh, – um, okay. But going back to this, so Fox yeah. News. So this is a report on Fox News, a new report. Now, they don't tell you that it's from a – It's, rel- a, a, it's a, relatively a, new. A relatively new <laughs> That fewer immigrants are being deported from Massachusetts. Let's focus on Massachusetts. Okay. And the nation, even though more illegal against error, are being identified by secure communities. So th- this is the Center for Immigration Studies. So let, let's just, let, just, let, 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 just so we all understand, they're saying that e- the number of people that are here illegally are is they're finding more of those and deporting less of them. Yes. Yeah, that's what interesting. That's, I would really love to see the facts that they oh, uh, facts extrapolated that, that no, no, from. No, 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 no. You don't <laughs> need facts. <laughs> you don't Jessica need facts. Vaughn will tell you uh, what this is. So, Center for Immigration, a group which favors stricter enforcement of immigration laws. That's actually not true. That's a group who favors fewer immigrants. That's Correct. that's true. Right. So I'm shouting again, David. I'm getting a little. So a group that fa- I hope we didn't have to spend a whole lot of time I'm, last week toning down. I'm going to give you this the signal here. Yeah. If if you start getting loud, do the same for me. So actually, um, actually, I brought my forty-five with me today. Oh, did just <laughs> you got a nice um, little Kimber back there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I love so. you guys. Um, I got a cure. All right, okay. so Vaughn, Vaughn, Vaughn did saying? her research leaked to her, so it was leaked, <laughs> leaked. to her, as well Re- as records produced as part of a lawsuit against ICE, which was actually not brought by CIS, coincidentally, it was brought by pro-immigration people. Right. Uh, she attributes to reduced enforcement. Through the Obama administration policy of prosecutorial discretion, okay. you know, deciding not to waste time on stuff that low priorities, low priorities for stuff, removal, right? Which tells agents not to deport certain groups of aliens. Let's take a break here, and we're going to analyze this this article, and then we're going to try to dig up oh, Jessica yeah. Vaughn's report. Well, yes, uh, because this is it's really fascinating to see what's in the mind of certain people. We'll be right back on America's Web Radio. Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o al www.immigration.net. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national. Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening. Listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. All right, a great conversation off air with David. Uh, we'll come back to that issue. But we were talking about Jessica Vaughn's report. I always think of Jessica Vaughn. I always think of Roger Rabbit. Oh, uh, yeah. Je- uh, Jessica, 
Jessica Rabbit. She yeah, had another name. name uh, yes. What's her maiden? Probably uh, wasn't Vaughn. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna, saying. I'm going to look that I up. I always go. think of Roger Rabbit. Um, so, uh, the, so here's what Vaughn says. They're telling them not to arrest minor criminals. Wait a second. Does that memo say that? That's uh, not true. No. That, that's not true. Now, here's the key. What do you mean by criminal? Oh, cr- criminal folks, we've, uh, we've discussed this before. Criminal uh, is any violator of the law. Any violator of the law. Now, of any you, law? Of any law. When you speed, criminal. Yeah. You, you can inter- – that, that term criminal, while you may think that it is crim- criminal in its actual context of somebody who's actually committed something that's actually Break, wrong bank instead bank of a – terrible. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, something that infringes on someone else's liberty versus just a violation of the, uh, of the law, uh, an administrative violation of the law like speeding or something like that. Those, you're still considered a criminal for ICE. So if uh, you're pulled over for driving without a license, even though you have car insurance and uh, there, there's – you just don't have a license because the state won't give you one. You are a criminal in the eyes of ICE. So be wary when you hear that term thrown about that criminal means anyone. Yeah, everyone so, commits crimes every right? day. Yeah. I, I probably committed four on the way to work. Yeah. It, ha- it so happens. It, I mean, it, exactly. So, just, but they intentionally use that word. Because they intentionally it has, it has use that word because it allows – Exactly. That's a connotation behind right. it. Um, comma, not to arrest people who are caregivers or parents – <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Comma, not to arrest people who are related to U.S. citizens. Yeah, whatever. Are they detaining spouses? Uh, not to arrest people who have been here a long time. You know, this is simply. No, I'm not going to say that didn't happen somewhere. No, it's it, not happening here. Well, and 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 when it does happen here, it's usually after we have threatened to go to the press on a really uh, on a. On a really obvious case where they should uh, not detain the person, but, but no, we're talking about that. We're, we're talking about she's talking about ICE isn't even starting oh. proceedings against them. Right, right. But that's it, not happening. It, here. It's not happening here. They're going into proceedings, and then the only thing that we can get here in this jurisdiction is is, is essentially what's called back end prosecutorial discretion. Once they're already in proceedings, is we beg the government, the government lawyers, to, the government lawyers, to basically. Uh, uh, close the case, but and how I many, said, we talked about last week. How many times have they done that? Uh, I think it's like seven percent here in Atlanta. One thousand times, right? It's just it, they're, the they're they're not following their own guidance. They're they're still continuing to detain people. They're still continuing to put people in proceedings. They're not following any of this on the front end. Well, you got, we got to love what she says though, because she's talking she to next. Fox News undercover recorder Mike Bedell or Mike Bedette. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> So it's like the, the <laughs> urinal they have in, in France. I mean, the bidet. bidet. Yeah, yeah. Mike Bidet. Okay. Quote, it's essentially a form of amnesty for large groups of people who are here illegally and haven't given been relief haven't been given relief by Congress. Close quote. Let's let's first off, let's use the word amnesty. We oh, talked yeah, about amnesty. We, we talked about this before. Why why do some people have such a negative connotation of amnesty? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Second off, the uh, how is it amnesty? Are these people that they do, that they're theoretically not placing into removal proceedings? Are they getting any sort of benefit? No, no. they're not getting. They're basically just saying, "Hey, we're not going to prosecute you this time." They're not saying, "Hey, we're going to give you a green card. We're going to give you a work permit. We're basically going to allow you to continue working without authorization, yeah. continue driving without a driver's license, and continue to live in the shadows. We're just not going to put you in removal proceedings and try to deport it's, you right it's now." It's reminiscent it's, of fishing. And you have a limit, and you can only catch fish of a certain size, and you throw the small ones back. Right. It's reminiscent and of And they're like – exactly. Their, their life just continues on. There must on. be a they're phrase for that, David. <laughs> when you throw the small fish back, is there like a 
I mean, surely in German there'd be a phrase for that. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Saxon Fünftschutzhof, or something like that. They'd have a word for it. Um, Toodle little lee. Yeah, with a little, little, little lee. Yeah, little uh, but here's, they did actually, Mike Bidet, to his credit, didn't just rely on, I mean, the whole headline, of course, is based upon. Oh, so that. they actually sourced this. They did say, well, he, he talked to, he talked <laughs> to somebody on the other side of the aisle. Right, okay. He talked to Eva Milona. Like millionaire, millionaire okay. probably a Portuguese name, executive director of the Massachusetts Immigrant and Refugee Advocacy Coalition. So he goes right to the most liberal person he can find. Right. Quote, the truth of the matter is, under the current administration, the number of deportations has been significant, the largest number in history, which David repeats over and over again to many of the hosts here in the studio. That's actually correct. And it's folks. true. That's fact. Right. Two million people are being deported, and the study refers to numbers that have no citation. Wait a second. The Center for Immigration Studies doesn't cite to their source. I'm shocked. The author refers to her own work without having citations. So clearly not I'm not really sure if this qualifies for a study <laughs> or it's just reinforcement of the Center for Immigration Studies point of view. So that's the thing. A reporter says there's a study and you immediately think the New England Journal of Medicine. Right. You know, something like that. This is more of a blog entry. <laughs> <laughs> more of a blog but see, entry. That's, it just goes to show you, though, that the more times you put something out there and publicize something, the, the more more people are going to take it to be true. Because when you Google this topic, her blog is probably going to come up uh, with certain search terms because more and more people it, – it's just driving traffic there. It doesn't mean it's necessarily I – mean, is, 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 is that Obama <laughs> class 101? <laughs> I'll give that one to you. <laughs> So we don't go off on a huge tangent here with that. But that's, I mean, that, that's what that is. Is just if you say things enough times, people don't check the sources because they are. Well, it's, it's shocking. For true. example, everybody in this room, three of us, we know who Chris Christie is, right? Yeah. You know Chris Christie is, right? And you're probably familiar with what New, he did, right? New Jersey. Yet, yet. Um, he couldn't get in this room. That's our new intro music. No, oh, we're definitely going to have to have yeah, a rejoin absolutely. on that. Okay. Um, so. Got a new you know who he is. Yeah. But like 60% of Americans don't. He couldn't get in through my door. He's Well, he's actually a lot smaller than he used to be. <laughs> he did. He, he lost like 80 pounds. Have you uh, seen some of the before no, and after pictures? Oh, yeah, but he's, he's found it he's, again. He's even oh, no, 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 he's still losing. He had he, an operation. He's still a big guy, though. Oh, no, he's got to be he, over 300. Yeah, so. absolutely. But he had to have been 60, over 400 before. 60% of Americans don't know who he is. I mean, and, and that's a guy who's in the news all the time. Yeah. What is, the problem is I, what I've realized over the last couple of months, really a couple of years, most people have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Hello? No, they don't. They just don't have an idea of what's going on. They're not – and I'm not talking about liberals versus progressives. Right. There's just a group of people who they're have just, no idea what's going right. on. You know, if it's not on their Facebook page. Well, because they don't necessarily or, have a stake in it. So long as the check keeps coming you know, and those the, EBT cards get charged. Well, or, you know, they, or, or they work all day. They get home. They cook for their kids. They're exhausted. They go to bed. I was talking – I'm having yeah. my house painted, the inside of my house painted right this week. And uh, I was talking to one of the guys who was painting. Of course, he was Latino, right? Of course, he was Latino. True check and, is uh, documentation. I asked, I asked him what he thought about immigration for. He says, I don't even know what's going on. I, I work 15 hours a day, I go home, I eat, and I go to bed. Yep. And then I wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning. I, I, what's going on? He's a criminal, though. He's, he probably is a criminal. <laughs> I did not check his I-9 because I don't have to. I yeah. hired an independent. Do you verify or anything? No, no, I don't have to do that. I don't hire the guys. I hired a company, yes. and it's their job to worry about that stuff. The, uh, but but the th- what, I think that, what I think that's indicative wait, of, Wait, wait, wait. I want to uh, – excuse me. Okay. I think that what you addressed just then, Charles, is probably one of the biggest – 
problems in our country. On both sides of the aisle. When you have 52% probably, or it may even be more, that have no clue. And they may be college students. They may be. We're not talking about only poor people or or people on welfare. All right. My question is, and and we fight it day in and day out here, and that's why we do the immigration hour, and that's why we do all the other shows. How do you fix it? Well, it's it's really about sharing the word. And this is why on my yeah. Facebook page, I'm always putting information out there. It's yep. not a status update. as oh, I love my dog. I mean, whatever. I love my dog, but I don't really think you care. But if I put a whole bunch of information out there, at least somebody will read it and get educated. Yeah, even if it's just one person that you affect over – over. I mean, you don't know the trickle effects of that. Uh, I mean, you have you have no idea. But I, I think, you know, you're right. Getting the word out there is, is, is key because I think that the vast majority of these people that don't know what's going on – are are there because it's not that they don't care it's that they're so apathetic to the system that it's oh. they 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 feel like they can't and i feel like this sometimes it, you that you can't there's nothing you can do to change it so just go about your life and be the best person you can this be this kid and, came and in yesterday to see me and he's like 24 been here since he was 13 he says well uh, what can i do i said would you go to high school yeah i went to high school did you graduate now i left i left high school as a senior why haven't you applied for deferred action? And he said, what? He literally had never heard of the yep. most important thing that's happened in the Latino community in the last decade. Yep. He never heard of it. How is that even possible? Because he's, he gets, I asked him. I get up in the morning. I go to work. I go home. I eat. Exactly. I come back to bed. I go to work yep. next morning. And ask I don't him. listen to the radio. I don't, I don't sing music. I don't know anything. And I if, just work. And if he doesn't work with people who are if if he works essentially in a, in if he works in the system because he got in the system somehow like if he worked with my brother or one of my siblings or something who don't have a large number of latino friends or work with latinos that it would affect they wouldn't know you there's a lot of people out there who don't know what deferred action is because they're not latino it doesn't affect them at all yeah. they may have heard of it tangentially on the news or something just but amazing. they don't know and, and he may just be working and work with people that he doesn't hear about it from and and just recently he may want to do something to legalize the status and he's finding out hey there's this program that I could take advantage of yeah. for the last year and a half yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's really, but you're right david there's just so much lack of information and out even there. If, even if they turn on the TV and watch a news pro. It's, there's so much misinformation. Oh, yeah, well. on, on all the channels. On all the right. Fox and Absolutely. MSNBC right. and CNN. Which yep. is, I, I love the uh, – I think it was uh, – I can't remember. One of the shows I had the man on the street guy out doing oh, the that's, interview. That's, 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 Fox, that's Fox News. news. And, that's Fox uh, News has the man on the street uh, guy. They asked, where do you get your news? From Kelly and Michael. That's <laughs> Kelly yeah, that's Phil. Phil oh, uh, it used on, to be ABC. Kelly and Phil, or Phil and Kelly, Phil, or something. Yeah, it, it used Bill to be uh, and Kelly Regis and uh, uh, oh, Regis, Regis and Kathy, Kathy Lee. Lee. Yeah. Now it's Kelly Ripa and and Michael somebody or other, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, they're the the ABC. Uh, well, Lee, I, and so many college kids, high school kids, get their news from the Daily Show. Oh, no, that's right. That's what but, I was going to bring up. Is the and, Daily and, Show is actually Colbert. really funny. Though. It is really funny. <laughs> I got to tell you, how he does it day in and day out. Him and Colbert are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but if that's if that's your and and to John Stewart's credit, he he will bang on both sides oh, of the aisle does. at this point. And and if you get your news from the Daily Show, well, I don't want to. I don't want two pieces of news. <laughs> we only get two topics a night. Yeah, I don't want to say you're getting news. You're definitely getting something you wouldn't be getting. But, but probably he did a not great the best job. Thing to you know what he did a great job. It was the VA. Of. The VA backlog. Uh, he was all over that. And oh, wow. now Obama's saying they've dealt with a third of the issue because he embarrassed that guy, the administration. Um, but. Uh, 
it, it, it's fascinating. But I want to go back to Jessica Vaughn. Let's Actually, go back thinking, to Jessica I, I think Vaughn. I'm thinking about Roger Rabbit. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, her uh, maiden name. Uh, uh, maiden name is Jessica. It's uh, Jessica. Krupnik. Oh, Krupnik. Oh, so, it's not Krupnik. I don't know. Jessica Rabbit made name Krupnik. So he, here's right. Jet Vaughn's research shows the secure community is, is identifying more non-citizens. Of course it is because <laughs> it's designed it, to because <laughs> we don't go backward in time. So every day there's more people identified. Isn't that right. make sense? It's just dumb. Right. And, and 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 the key there is non-citizen. It's making the distinction between non-citizen citizen. and citizen. Right. There's a ton of people who are here who are not citizens, citizens. who are legally here right. that it will identify. So the more legal immigrants we have, the higher that number is going to be, yeah. which doesn't mean anything about criminal stuff. Let's take a quick break here on America's Web Radio. We'll be right back on the Immigration Hour. Si usted ha casado con un ciudadano o tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración, conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o visítenos al www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200, or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. This is America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio, designed just for you. Welcome back to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. We were talking just a minute ago about uh, Jessica Vaughn, who is not Roger Rabbit's wife. No. Um, uh, about this and her numbers. For, for In Massachusetts, there were 1,096 hits in the whole state, or non-citizens identified, right. and 1,846 arrests or requests for deportations issued. Now, that you have to understand, X, orange, Y, apples. All right, so she's comparing oranges to apples here. Exactly. This year, now she doesn't say what year that was. What year? The article doesn't say what year. This year, Vaughn predicts there will be 7,800 identifications well, only 1,500 arrests. She predicts that based on based what extrapolation. On, right. Was this last year, these numbers? Uh, she didn't say ago, what the other, yeah. you know, the article does such a poor job of explaining. So her conclusion is they're doing less with more. Less, less with. <laughs> and they're removing fewer criminal aliens <laughs> than ever before. Well, there's two conclusions. Perhaps there are fewer criminal aliens. Or, 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 or what is a criminal alien? That's another question. Yes, what is a criminal alien exactly. to you? Well, the criminal probably what she's she's taking the whole criminal definition and and, and twisting it again yeah. and yes there's probably fewer criminal hardened criminal removals because as we've talked about before hardened criminals actually go to prison here in the United States yeah. uh, on a greater scale than they probably used to because yeah. they're going to oh, do absolutely. their time yeah. before we deport them and so i could see that number going down right now because 
we're deporting less of them well, because of their crime their, is down too, though in America. It, it, exactly, but it just it, those numbers are so. I mean, there's like three or four extrapolations within that one that we don't even know what they are. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's really this is what the Center for Immigration Studies all the time right. though is they just pull a number but right out of the air. But the sad thing about it is that it's the Center for Immigration Studies, so they're probably quite a few people who actually are getting their information and forming opinions based on what this knucklehead is saying. Yeah, exactly. And you've got this thing here. So the, this, this brilliant reporter um, uh, says this, so this is all a joke? <laughs> That's <laughs> undercover reporter Mr. Uh, Baudet. Well, not, not to be confused with Tom Baudet, who runs Motel 6s. Or, I'll leave the lights on for you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just fascinated by this. Uh, ICE... Uh, I wonder if he asked ICE for a statement. An ICE spokesman says, uh, ICE has been vocal about the shift in immigration enforcement strategy to focus on convicted criminals, convicted criminals, <laughs> right. public safety, and border security, and our removal numbers illustrate this, which illustrates the fact that they've, they're deporting more people who don't have criminal convictions than ever before. Right. That's all that means. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm a little disappointed that this article from Fox News does not uh, have the link to the actual article. Uh, to the actual report, but that's quite all right. Who, uh, who needs facts about this? I thing? got a, a quick question for you. Yeah. Do you think it's by accident that uh, the Center for Immigration Studies website, cis.org? Yeah, that was an accident. That was an accident of nature. Really? You think it was so? just an accident, you know? Because, <laughs> you know, the official name of what is now USCIS is the, if you go back to the statute, the Bureau of, of Citizenship and Immigration Services. I actually own bcis.com. Do you? Yeah, BCI Kim. Interesting. BCI Kim okay. Well, when was this formed? Because if it was formed, oh, pre- it's been around for probably twenty years at this point. Yeah, it was before USCIS took, yeah. took effect. So yeah, unfortunately, uh, uh, they do get they do get that acronym out there uh, as if they are as if they are some sort of yeah. some sort of official. Um, I, I'm looking at more stuff about this. Do you have more on that that one article on Fox News? Uh, no, but I, she's got to have her study out there somewhere on she, the internet. She, yeah, I'm reading her bio. So again, folks, this what, is what's her this, bio? Just out of curiosity. Uh, well, that, that's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm just for to source this properly. I'm actually looking at cis.org, their website, the biography that they put up for her. Okay, uh, basically, she just been involved. And before I even go into that, I want to talk about their uh, little saying below Center for Immigration Studies: low immigration, comma pro immigrant. Yeah, that's not true. Interesting. I mean, they, what they want is no. <laughs> what they really want is no immigration. No, we're pro the, pro the legal ones that are here and no more legal or otherwise. But basically, I, I can see how looking looking at her bio here, uh, she's been involved in uh, major Department of Justice funded projects that study the uh, use of immigration law enforcement in transnational gang suppression efforts. So I could see uh, I mean, she, when did she do that? Did they give the impression that she did that while she was a CIS? That they're because uh, I they're don't not, think that happened. They're not think... dispelling it. I could see somebody could take it both ways because they don't put years on here. But uh, then they go into a bunch of she's she's a, a former foreign service officer with the State Department, where she served in hotbeds of uh, of of uh, immigrant stuff uh, in Belgium. Got a lot of immigrants. Well, yeah, the immigrants from Belgium, in Belgium. Right. I mean, a lot yeah. of immigrants coming from oh, Belgium. Yeah, she's Belgians. interviewed probably, yeah, probably uh, as well as Trinidad and Tobago. There the were hot spots, hot, hot spots of really. Like, she people got she had to suck up life in Trinidad and Tobago, right? So right. And, and she's contributed all the you know all these uh, you know testify, contributed to CNN, NPR, whatever. But she's clearly got some sort of law enforcement or you know uh, so, some sort of bias against immigrants. I don't know what it is, um, but. 
Yeah, it's just it's just sad to see somebody that is obviously educated be so with their head in the sand as far as uh, I mean, as as immigration goes. I mean, just the, painting with such a broad brush of, of criminals, and uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't shock me that she was involved in this study of you know transnational crime and and uh, immigration enforcement. And you know, side note to that, I, I think that the immigration enforcement that we've had has has contributed to transnational uh, the 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 transnational criminal epidemic because we're basically taking people uh, who are hardened criminals sometimes to get deported or removed to these countries where as as they should be but they go and then we deport these people who are who are just kind of teeter-tottering who are basically supporting their families whatever and they go back to these countries where they know no one they may not know the language that well they do know english they know how to they know how the The system system works. works and so what do they do they fall into where they can support their family and more often than not that's what these transnational criminal organizations and i'm not i'm not defending that, but I'm just saying that's the direct result of what happens when you take uh, people who are otherwise law-abiding citizens and throw them into a situation where they're forced to, uh, uh, where they're more than forced, they're preyed upon by these uh, transnational criminal organizations. Well, I, I've, I've got Miss Vaughn's report here. Um, okay. And uh, she says that enforcement activity declined in every field office in 2011, 2013, with the biggest declines in Atlanta and Salt Lake City. Oh, my God. Two of us, we have offices. And yet, is that true? I mean, I, uh, where? I mean, if the biggest decline was here, they must have just closed up shop in New York and yeah. LA. I mean, if if we had a decline at yeah. all, I mean, they literally they must have just closed the doors and it not enforced anything in these other places. There's because there's been no decline. There's been no decline. Yeah. None. Yeah, on the ground, I would say there's been no decline. Um, and oh, get this: the report concludes the state of America needs to issue tens of thousands of visas annually. The citizens of countries that refuse to take their countrymen back or to remove to the United States. Many of these are many of these are violent criminals. Many of whom the tens of thousands who get visas. I'm going to misplace an intentionally <laughs> poorly written misplaced oh, I modifier. It. I love it. Or those who refuse to take back the United States. I, I mean, what countries is she talking about? Yeah, no. where, okay. Even if that's the case, that's such a small number of tens of thousands. Tens of thousands, I don't yeah. think is correct. Now, this is based upon a series of reports prepared by ICE ERO unit, tracking unit, as part of a discovery process for Crane versus Napolitano. That's the case where they were suing the government and they lost, of course. Right. Um, they got crushed. Uh, they got crushed, yeah, <laughs> the case was thrown out. And in two editions of the weekly departures and tech report covering the same 10 month period, 01 to 2013 prepared by ICE, and the yearbook of statistics published by DHS. So basically extrapolating numbers without any understanding of where the numbers came from. Exactly. So what kind of study does that? (laughs) Poorly sourced studies. Um, Clearly studies that uh, want to say something. The lowest number of deportations since 1973. Where? In in one specific field office or overall? That's just not – I mean that's – is she talking about 2011, 12? Those were the lowest numbers? No, those lowest were the high. Reported. They've increased well, every well, year. But she's counting ICE and CBP totals. And we know CBP numbers are way, way down. That's because less people, people are coming, are into, coming the country. into the country. Like, yeah. So, oh, gosh. I, I think this, what did, the, what, did the, what did Twain say? There's lies, damn uh, lies, lies, and damn statistics. Lies and statistics, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then there are Obamas. Yeah. <laughs> so mean, you're getting your information from the government. You believe what the government says? Well, that's what, that's what she's got her information I mean, that's from, what right? That's what she's saying. It's right. her information. Well, I mean, we have no reason to doubt ICE and, and the number of people they're deporting. I mean, that's – Is that a government look, agency? Look, she well, has no, a chart no, here. Look at, look at her chart. She's got a chart. <laughs> 
And I, I just see it. Crack. Here's the fun part of the chart. Here we go. See the red lines? That's the removals. Right. All right. That's what ICE does. Right. The green is what CBP, CBP does. does. And they've always done the majority of the work. Yeah. Right. So, but you see the red line? It just keeps going up. Right. Under well, Obama, it increased from uh, about 250000 to 400000 a year each of the last four years. Yep. The red so enforcement, right. when she says they're not enforcing, I mean, no. it, it's a lie. It's an absolute And her lie. own little chart proves it's a lie. Right. It's just not – it's not put out in the proper context. But I, I want to address what David said as far as believing the, the government statistics about it. These did agencies – Did they those people that got kicked out get to keep their doctor? They never had a doctor because <laughs> the doctor at the emergency room doesn't know who they are. Yeah. Um, it, it, the, the, the thing with that is these agencies, their budgets are – are predicated on this, and it's easy for them to. And it's why ICE agents go after the low hanging yeah. fruit because it, it's easy to deport somebody who's not a hardened criminal, but a criminal with a license thing. This other chart is the number of removals by the Border Patrol. Okay, you see the numbers go down from 2000 till today. Oh, absolutely. Why? What was happening in 2000? The economy was stagnating. No, no, 2000. Oh, 2000. Right, 2000 was exploding. And so you watch the chart when you hit 2008, it just plummets. Right. So she's blaming the Obama administration. No, yeah, it's it's the people not coming to the country. Less people are coming because the economy. Darn you, Mexicans! You need to come to the United States right now so that we can make the Center for Immigration Studies happy. No, and Mexico's economy is booming. Well, and here's the other thing: what did we start doing? We built a fence. We we had better enforcement on the border. Deterrence works to a certain extent. Right. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. All it's it's decrease the number of so what uh, you say you're spending all this money and we're getting no bang for the buck I mean, this is such an incongruous report it's right. unbelievable to even put your money on bring it around yeah on both sides it's it's uh you couldn't build a bridge over the chasm of her rationale here no not at all <laughs> <laughs> build a bridge over the chasm in her rationale i, love I mean it. this I is love just it. uh and of course she's attacking uh prosecutorial discretion which we talked about last week how little that actually yeah, was yeah. Um, in, and and in, you in would numbers. think that somebody uh, – you would think that she would be in favor of that so that they could actually focus on the hardened criminals. Right. Because the reason they can't and don't is because ICE agents are promoted based on cases they clear. And, uh, I mean that's one of the metrics they're judged by. And, and the easiest cases to clear are the easiest people to deport. That's right. an open and shut and case. And I love this. This is another chart. This is the ident hits. That's from secure communities and the right. removals. They're both going up. Right. But why 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 does Ident go up so high? Oh, because more people are using it. Right. It's now right. in every county Absolutely. in Georgia. And it was, yeah. it was I mean really it's not juxtaposed properly against the, what the statistics are actual. So be. what you're saying is Obama has put this in place in so many places. We're getting right. so many more hits. The more uses, the more hits are gonna have. And everything lags, right? Exactly. A couple of years in the process because right. it'll be the biggest backlog. Oh my this this report is That's truly just... That's a dishonest I I chart. Had, oh, it's it, a I mean, it's absolutely dishonest is, because you the whole should, report's dishonest. Yeah, um, that number should be the number of hits per one thousand. Has that increased significantly? And I, I, I bet you that that's probably a straight line because the demographics of the population yeah. are not. I mean, I don't really ch- they don't really change that quickly the, year by year. This report is. I wish I had time to blog on this. Oh man. This would be That's a good insane. blog. This is, this is a this is a. This you is could a just write a quick though. just write a quick blog on that one chart. Just why this chart is completely irrelevant. Why this chart is completely irrelevant and speaks to why the rest of what she says is irrelevant. Yeah. So let's take a break here on the Immigration Hour. We'll come back for our final segment on the Immigration Hour.
Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el internet. www.immigration.net With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Immigration's uh, Hour on America's Web Radio. Are we yelling again, David? No, we're not. Okay. We get so excited. Now, the best part of her report, and I love spending an hour taking this apart, the impact of Zydvitis, uh, Zadvitis, I say it, we say it wrong, versus Davis. Zadvitis is a Supreme Court case, David, that said, if you weren't properly advised of the actual immigration consequences of your conviction, then you can get it set aside. All right? Now, the Supreme Court came in later and said it wasn't retroactive, and therefore it's only future-looking, but... Nonetheless, she's trying to conclude that because of Zydvitis restrictions and because uh, that 17,000, that ICE has not removed 17,000 people that would be otherwise removable from the United States. These people that pled guilty not understanding the conviction. Now, David, I don't even think you're asking me because you're a good layperson. You understand, you know, um, you know, the systems. Is everybody who pleads guilty actually guilty in the criminal justice system? No. I mean, people plead guilty for a variety of reasons, one of which is to avoid the risk of being convicted, even though they might be innocent. We know that there right. are many people that are in jails today that are innocent. Right. So a lot of times the prosecutors will come in, hey, would you they'll, overcharge. they'll overcharge. They'll overcharge, so you'll plead to something. They'll plead to something less, right. I and mean, they try to scare you. So it doesn't surprise you that people took plea agreements right. uh, on something that maybe they weren't in. I'm not saying police don't arrest, only arrest innocent people. A lot of people believe they're guilty, they're plead guilty. Right. But there are things you have a better chance of winning. Because plea agreements are in the best interest of the justice system, right? Because we don't have a big enough justice system to have trials for everybody, well, right? Say it, that summer, are they going to, uh, to Las Vegas and gambling? Well, sure it is. But a jury trial is a gamble, yeah. right? It's it's like my case that we talked about last week. My yeah. forgery guy with the yeah. driver's license for a for somebody who there would be no immigration consequences Just, of the of a plea there in that situation because they're a citizen or. or uh, because they're a citizen. That's the only way they would have no immigration consequences. His plea was good. There was no jail time. It was first offender after a certain amount of time. It's just it's probation. It goes away. It's really what most people are trying to do with a plea agreement is avoid any type of confinement. <coughs> right. Well, so that's a great plea agreement for somebody who has no immigration consequences. But when somebody doesn't have a lawyer and it's not explained to them and they take this plea agreement because all they hear is no jail time, Absolutely, those people should be – that conviction should be set aside because maybe they, they would – if the risk of going to trial is a year's confinement versus uh, 
uh, versus the immigration consequence, the, the certainty the, of being deported, the certainty for the of being of deported for the banished for the rest of your life, you're going to take the chance yeah, of going to court. Uh, if you understood going to trial for that one year of confinement, you would definitely have taken that if you d- if you understood the immigration consequences. Because you didn't, you took the plea agreement, and then three, four years later down the road, it catches up to you, mm-hmm. and ICE doesn't take into account any of the extenuating circumstances. Yeah, because there's no mercy in immigration law. Oh, there's gosh, no mercy. It's just none. justice, right? Right. So the law is the law. You must obey the law kind of thing. Kind yeah. of like the Javert approach to right. uh, the law. So I, I – I, really – I, I'm going to have to maybe 17, take a series of blogs. Seventeen thousand uh, people, she's saying, who have who have criminal convictions that render them removable yeah. are not being removed because yeah, they were released per Zyvidus, uh per her. Although I don't know where she gets that. Yeah, number I mean, how would you even get that number? You would have to essentially search every jurisdiction, every state, <laughs> every county jurisdiction to find out what their what their criminal offense was. Here, how about this? Some this is another sentence from her report. Uh, there is also an unknown number of non-criminal and or non-detained removable aliens on the docket whose departure is prevented by their home country. Okay, one. Unknown. So we're just going to say it. There, there we, are, we there, it could there, be one. Right. There are co- we know there are countries who yeah. don't take their, their, their nationals back. And that's a problem with that country, not with the system. That's right. Uh, some additional unknown number of aliens from these countries are, list, are treated as exempt from enforcement under the guidance of them and are not arrested. I, I mean – I don't think that's true. I don't either. Um, now, so I, I just think that's hilarious. But you look at it, the traffic offenders, okay? Traffic offenders, because that's we both know, that is okay. the vast the vast majority of people that come into contact with immigration authorities is because they come into contact Certainly with local from authorities. From our experience, from our experience, because they come into contact with local authorities for minor. Her traffic conclusion violations. is: each of the last three years, about fourteen percent of all aliens supported were identified due to a conviction. Conviction. For a conviction for a traffic right. offense. Right. David, did you know when you paid a ticket that you were convicted yes. of a crime? No, you didn't. Know, most Americans don't realize no. I was convicted you have of a, a crime. You have a conviction. It's a misdemeanor conviction, yeah. but it's still a conviction. It's a conviction of a crime. And it's a criminal uh, conviction. Of mere unspecified, or somehow being untruly defeated. Uh, she's saying, no, there's only 14%, which, of course, is 60,000 people. <laughs> which, of course, is way number, way below what, we, what we're looking at in reality. Wow. Um, so this is um, uh, the other thing she and then she throws one more number out there because you can just throw at this point in a report that has no basis in real, real actual fact. Um, she and she even goes uh, apples and oranges. She doesn't know what apples and oranges are. So apparently, she's doing like apples and uh, eggs. She's not yeah, even apples doing and fruit. Eggs, exactly. <laughs> yeah. More than eight hundred and seventy-three thousand aliens who have been order removed are still living here in defiance of our laws. Defiance. They're in defiance. <laughs> now, there's no doubt. I don't, I don't know if 870 is a number. There's I'll go back people. to 2000. Let's say 2000. In 2000, I knew, I, uh, INS said, there were 400,000 people who were... Um, who had removal orders against Yeah, them. what are they... Um, I want to say they're not refugees. They're called... Uh, um, Abscondees. Abscondees. Absconders. Right. Who okay. didn't depart in accordance with now, removal we don't know or, or grants yeah, of voluntary we don't, departure. They could be living in the same place they've always lived in and never moved, which is frequently <laughs> the case. Right. Uh, fugitives. They call them fugitives. 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 Now, does – Rock, I have to ask you, does ICE have a fugitive squad? <laughs> yes. It's called the Fugitive Enforcement Task Force, yeah. and they execute um, what I consider to be unconstitutional raids um, because they are breaking into people's apartments without a warrant – uh, uh, that allows them to do such, and they basically just cow these immigrants into uh, fear because – and this is the thing is in a criminal case, 
any criminal violation of the law that's found subsequent to ICE going into their apartment, there no criminal case is going to come from that. But the administrative consequences of them yeah. finding out that they're here with a removal order against them, they can't get around that because the raid was illegal. But back to what you said. You can't suppress have, it sometimes. You can, right. but vast majority of the time they're just going to take yeah. the order or whatever because yeah. they're just being bullied. But yeah. they have a fugitive enforcement task force, and they function – like a – you would think they were high-serving, high-risk warrants for uh, narcotics traffickers. What's uh, dog? Mean, dog the bounty hunter. Dog <laughs> yeah, the bounty yeah. hunter. Well, I mean they're, they're crazier than that. I mean they're rolling up to these houses with armored personnel carriers. I mean they have gear that you would see on uh, commandos overseas. I mean yeah, My look, typical experience crazy. with the fugitive squads, David, are 5 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Somebody bang on the door. Yep. Hey, we look at hell. Come on, we look at it and they have a picture of some crazy looking guy and says, "Hey, can you come outside and take a look at this and see if this person is? Uh, yep. You know this person? The guy comes outside, huh? Boom, cuffs slapped on him. Exactly. So I tell clients, all don't the ever time, open the door. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. They have no warrant to come in your they house. Have no warrant. Don't open. You the know, door. David, if somebody's banging on your door at five o'clock in the morning, hey, come outside. Come outside. Would you go outside? <laughs> David would have heat. But would you even open the door? No, I mean, because you understand the Constitution of the United exactly. States. Most people yep. don't. So this this yep. report, I, I thought it was a fascinating report to spend some time on today because it's not – you know, you can throw the numbers out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the, the reality is you're not going to really understand. No, not at all. What the, and they can be manipulated uh, so much. So just looking at the raw numbers makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, the way she's – Manipulated them to compare, you know, with very little effort to manipulate. She's to just others. basically just manipulating them yeah. with, with by putting them on there and just leaving information out. Yeah. By the way, the worst countries to get a travel document from are Qatar. Okay. I didn't know how many like Qataris are waiting. In, Qatar. in fact, I don't even know how many people are waiting for documents from Qatar. Cambodia, which is bad. Qatar is actually a an awesome country. Yeah. So you um, probably would. I, I, I you want to leave. I don't know. We were waiting for documents from them. Yeah. Uh, but the number three on the list, David, is big. Saint Kitts and Nevis. Oh. They're taking Metro 410 Plexus. days. <laughs> you know, what can I tell you? There's it's, probably two people in the system. Uh, oddly enough, Somalia is taking a year to give you travel documents. Do they issue? They even have a country? Do they even have a functioning, a country? Uh, functioning state um, there? Iran takes a while. Uh, okay. uh, Haiti takes a while because, I don't know if you noticed, but the government collapsed during the yes, earthquake and typhoon earthquake that went through that there. destroyed the country. Um, and uh, I just find these interesting uh, that uh, – Okay, so how, you could say worst travel document. How many Qataris are waiting for travel documents? Twenty. Right. In twenty, and the government is not allowed to keep them detained beyond six months unless they're a danger to the community. The government proves they're a danger to the community. They don't get out of jail. Right. They'll they stay, stay in jail for a minute. Uh, so again, lots of disinformation, non-information. Um, I'm going to blog about that one. The, the IDENT graph. Oh, you should. Just a, just you a should. quick uh, paragraph. Uh, absolutely. I, I thought that was a very interesting study. Uh, link to it and and, and, and do that. Um, but, David, you know, the whole immigration debate right now is still up in the air. Uh, I remain convinced that we could have immigration this year. Uh, I mean, I hate to say I've given up on this year because I haven't yet. Right. Uh, there's still time. There's a bill out there that's ready to go. Uh, it could happen any day. Yeah, and despite I mean, the obituary from the Hill, you know. Uh, but they have they have next year. I mean, it's they still, have, We have until January 2015, 2015 to make this right, happen. Exactly. And it, it will be more difficult and Reince Priebus, year, as, but, as I blogged about the other day, Reince Priebus – Head of the RNC says we have to do this before the election. Oh, how? I mean, absolutely. really, if they do not do immigration law before the recession, <laughs> they're done. They're done. They're done. They're absolutely toast. Yep. GOP is toast. They will lose seats. They could have easily won. Right. I mean, um, what, what's, who's the guy in California that is a Republican who has like? F- 
a majority or, or a plurality of no. That's what I'm saying. I mean, those are those are seats that you could possibly lose oh, if yeah. you don't if you don't fix the system. Yeah, you I get mean, a Democrat to run against him, yeah. a rational Democrat to run against him, he's going to lose that seat. Seats you could have won. I mean, much for the same reason that you're going to lose seats if you run a crazy person from a Tea Party in a, in a Senate, like we ran Phil Gingry or or uh, or Captain Numbnuts from over in uh, Athens uh, for this seat, um, Dr. Brown. Uh, they're they're going to lose to Michelle Nunn. Yeah, they're going to lose to Michelle Nunn. You run somebody like um, uh, 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 Purdue, you got a chance of winning that race. Yeah. Uh, but uh, overall, I think uh, uh, the fight is not over. Certainly, uh, a lot of folks believe. Uh, I've been reading more about this. A lot of folks believe that we have to wait for reform till after the primary season is over, the end the end of registration primary, which is in March in most states, because uh, uh, GOP is afraid of getting challengers from their right. If they come out on immigration reform, that may or may not be true. But um, uh, I'm not <laughs> you, you should, they is. should be more scared of because if they get challenges from the right, there's not enough. They probably would get challenges from the right, but I don't think there's enough people that actually care about the issue to go out that would be mobile, who would otherwise not vote that would be mobilized to go vote for that challenge that from the right. Alone. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it mobilizes. I, I, I don't disagree that it's not really an issue, but yeah. if they think it is, then it is. I mean, hey, yeah, have, you know, perception is and, and, and if it happens next year after March, then I mean that's better than it not happening. Obviously, I think it should happen you know, yesterday. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, uh, but I think overall we're in a very interesting situation, David. And uh, uh, immigration is moving forward. But uh, I hope you enjoyed the show today, David. Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about Sharia law in Dearborn, but uh, let's let's just suffice it to say it doesn't exist. Yeah, we'll table we'll um, talk that. about it more next week. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Chuck Cook and Rocky Rockcliffe here on the Immigration Hour America's Web Radio. We need to reach us. Go to our website at www.immigration.net. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. <laughs> 